2: And welcome to the five year plan podcast. Hooray! All right. That sounds very cheerful. I am cheerful. Why are you you two so cheerful?
3: I don't know. Have you seen the league table lately? Yeah. This is a redundant podcast. We don't need it. Yeah. Well, just good. All good. See you later. See you next week. Part two, first question. Why are we so good? Don't know. Thank you very much. Well, I think the first question
2: is probably who we're sponsored by, given that they. pay for all of our habits P- and... Uh, habits? Pay, all, all of our pay for what? <laughs> pay for what? I think you should re- rewind that bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they pay for something, I, pay I, some. I'm led to believe. Um, of course, we have Vector Printing for your print embroidery needs as a first sponsor. Visit vector.co.uk. That's Vector with Okay, K. 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 And we're also sponsored by uh, John Curran's Innovation and Strategy, JCIS. Oh,
1: really?
2: Um, and you can visit their, their, their website. Oh. Um, and if you want to do that... Um, you should visit jc com. I will. Oh, very good. I really <laughs> will, actually. Just, just,
3: there's a matter of interest before we start. Yes. Mm. Why the discrepancy between the way you say JCIS and the way JD, because you, you go for the John
2: Curran international strategy? It is, is the personal touch, you see. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not reading it from a teleprompter. like not, no. Like an Edenbridge Donald Trump. Mm. I'm, you know, a, a level above that, you see. Very
3: good. Yeah. Using the word teleprompter those yes. it? It's A little bit Bridge in itself, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. On right. Four, f- four <laughs> syllables
2: in <laughs> the fourteen-inch screen. Yeah. Well, our four syllables: Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pals. Pals.
1: Five. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Oh, four, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Christ. Yeah. Jesus
2: Christ! That's Christ. That's three. That's three. Um, of course, got a draw up at Everton. Nice Friday mm-hmm. night. Good I, result. Good result. Well, it was a good result. Yeah, you, especially you said, I think. Alone of the people on the pod last week, you prompt for a Palace defeat. Yes, yes, I did, I did indeed say that, yeah. and, uh, and with some with, confidence, as with my prediction that we'd lose to Stoke, yeah. this one also proved to be spot on. Yeah. Well, why was I so wrong? Because
3: we both got the same amount of goals as each other. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, um, <laughs> and what were
2: the factors that led to us getting the it same was amount a, of goals? It was as a each very
3: other. good point. I mean, if, if you're going to be, uh, it was a good game to
2: watch. Of course, I didn't watch it live, but watched it again. on uh, Wait a minute. Are you not over your thing after having no, no, one good? So what, if, if I paid you to watch it like BT Sport did, would you then watch it?
3: Probably, yeah. But one, one, <laughs> you yeah, know, you need all sorts of scientific. One, one,
2: scientific
3: <laughs> <or> substitution. <laughs> but one, one good result. While I watched it, doesn't negate thirty years of. It'll take more than that. But anyway, that's not over here. Nor Beside that. the point. It was a good performance. is a good point. I mean, if you're being hypercritical probably wasn't as exciting a game as they led you to believe at the end of it, and there probably weren't that many other chances on goal, but no, it was a really good, strong Premier League performance away at a team that are above us in the table, who could have gone second, who'd played very well until the week before so
2: Palace were a bit under cosh in the first half they
3: weren't they to a certain yeah. extent I don't think I, I kind of knew you would come up with something like that because you've just turned into professional contrary mode recently <laughs> you, you're not going to go to I'm like any pretty Adrian Durham you're not going <laughs> to good <laughs> Christ that's <laughs> a horrifying wow of, I can't get that image out of my you're, head Oh, you're a pretty mouth alien um, you, you're not going to go to any away game in the Premier League and not be under the cosh for mm. some part of the game we, and it's how you cope with it and, you say we're under the cosh, I say there was some short sustained per- spells of Everton pressure that we coached. But even though we went right 1 0 down
1: and we were under the cosh, it was the, under the cosh. We were never felt we were going to lose the game.
3: Hmm. I always
1: yeah. felt we were, there was a chance of getting back in the game, and it was proved right in the second half when we put them under the cosh. Yeah. Well, it was a very good second half
2: performance, wasn't it? it? was a
1: very good second half. It was a very good performance in general. It was a very solid. Pre- it was it was the performance of a team we are in their fourth year in the Premier League. Yeah. we've grown up as a team. I know we've said this before, but we really are growing up. We would not four years ago. We would not have done that. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, we wouldn't have done. That. I think it's it's. I think you've got to give praise to Pardew. You've got to be, give praise to the signings that he's brought in. The crowd, obviously, were great. You could hear them over the telly all the time. I just think it was a solid Premier League performance. We looked like a team that deserved to be there. Not for the first time over the last few years, but it felt it felt competent. I didn't feel as though we looked out of our depth at any point. I felt as though we had opportunities to win the game. I think hmm. perhaps if we had gone another ten minutes, we would have won the game. I don't know.
3: I think you could argue, as you will, because you're, as we say, a professional contrarian, um, we haven't had 90 minutes where we've we've dominated a game. There have been spells in every game, even in the Stoke game, last 10 minutes of the first half, they were probably the stronger team. But I think that's a reflection of the fact that we're changing the way we play hmm. football in quite a drastic way. And I think until the players are fully comfortable, as, and they look more and more comfortable as each game goes by with the possession and the controlled passing and the forward yep. movement, I think that will come. I think there will be games when we do dominate for longer periods but even uh, I think it was 43% possession we had uh, which is not bad which was not as much as Sunderland but compared to previous seasons that's an astonishing stat really and the fact is as well let's face it we've finally in all the years we've been doing this pod we've talked about strikers of various quality and I think for the first time since we've ever done the pod we have arguably world class striker certainly a striker that would get into most other teams Mm -hmm. in the I was location. I yeah. was quite blown away by his
1: performance by Ben Tekker's performance on Friday I watched him as much as you can on the TV but having seen him live maybe only once I think in a Palace shirt um, due to various other commitments of mine but seeing him just his overall play and it wasn't just an amazing header which he was brilliant oh. as we, we you know I'm sure we'll talk about forever as one of the great palace we Quite models. a long podcast, though. Well, I'm not talking about a podcast Yeah, of course. Yeah, a very, very good point. We're not very talking very about
3: legal point. forever. We're talking about a showbiz forever. Yeah, showbiz forever, <laughs> which, yeah, yeah. Which, which can be as as long <laughs> as yeah. a night
1: out with yeah. okay. yeah. Kevin.
2: Day.
3: <laughs> um, well, this brings me on to a question.
1: Oh, okay, all
2: ready. I can't flaw convention like this. I can't If JD's listened to this, to flick to part two, so you can feel. Well, no, because what I'm going to do here is I'm going to integrate a relevant question seamlessly. Wow. Oh, yes, you are. We ruined that a little bit, didn't we? You you did a little bit. (laughs) But it's okay, I'm I'm unflappable, and I'm unflapped. Um, uh, It's a question that we've had from Instagram, which obviously now Kevin is acutely aware of as being some sort of thing that the kids do. And it's from a guy called King of Instagram, which I think is probably a bit of a lie. But it says, to what extent would you rate Christian Benteke's aerial ability, and to what extent should we adapt our team to his style? Because obviously, we were mentioning just before off air about uh, a conversation on TV between... Jamie Redknapp and Jamie and Carragher yeah. and obviously Carragher made various slightly what disparaging said, comments didn't he? What, what Carragher said when Jamie Redknapp was um,
3: singing Benteke's praises, I don't see how you can't and basically Jamie Carragher said look, you know, the, it, it, he said is not in the highest order of strikers because you, know, you, you wouldn't expect him to go to a Man United or a Man City or a Chelsea or a Liverpool and expect them to change the way they play to suit Benteke, right? Which is a, a facile sort of argument because you can have more than one way of playing. And Benteke, you know, as you saw with Peter Crouch coming on for Stoke, you can play one way and then mm. try a different way. But that's not working. But Jamie Redknapp, to his credit, is he must have I don't know, he must have had a good night's sleep the night before or read some books or something. He was great. He was all over it. He was fantastic. It was almost like I texted him to tell him what to say, but he basically accused Jamie Carragher of being a snob. That's a f- phrase he used, and said that uh, Klopp. Probably you know, a better manager would find a way of integrating Benteke into a team like that. But also he said, look, if it's an old-fashioned centre-forward, there's nothing wrong with an old-fashioned centre-forward when he's as good as Benteke is. And he said, you'd have to be daft. He said, Palace are always a team that play with wide men, which is hmm. true. One of the few teams in the Premier League that have consistently played with width, even on the Pulis. So he said, why would you not try everything you can to get the best header of the ball in the Premier League, which is what he is. And then make sure that you keep. But the fact is, we're not. It's not like we're a one-note team. All no, not at all. It's not like all we do is get the ball wide. In fact, we, we. I think we're working the ball through the middle much more than we have done before because Ben is capable of doing that. Hold up, players. His hold up, play is fantastic. His strength is fantastic. But that that headed goal. I, when I saw it first of all I assumed that can't have been the goal because you just think that's got to be a free kick how mm. did he get and you think he must have levered himself on the defender similar to the middlesbrough one really, Fairly, wasn't but, it? but yeah. even better than that is it's just the spring he gets and the power he gets it's like a horror film the way he twists isn't it because the keeper's got that covered for the most yeah, part yeah. it's just, it's, a, it's a superb goal I mean it's a really exciting all game. we need now and is for him to get a Go with his feet. Yeah, I'd, and then. Oh you know. no, I'd, I'd accept 19 goals with his head. Yeah, well, I think would be great. But even Ronald yeah, you know, I thought Ronald Koeman <coughs> was very gracious about the game and about both sides deserved a point, which I think was fair. But mm. he said, when asked about the Bentecchi header, he just went, What a goal. He said, Sometimes you just have to accept people can mm. do things in the game that are better than that you can't, you can't, you know, you can legislate for it, you can prepare for it, but when somebody does that, and fair play, it's a good ball from Joel Ward as well, to be fair. It was, yeah. And, and also the other thing that's really noticeable was in the build-up to it, Ledley was ahead of the two, was ahead of Benteke. McArthur was up. Again, it's an indication of how, uh, finally, our midfield players are getting forward in a way that we wanted to. So that was a really encouraging goal. I actually feel at the moment, and I'm, I'm glad we got the international break, because you can compare both international breaks. We went into the last one with a point. Yeah. We <laughs> came into, you know, 10 points in between international breaks. I feel more relaxed and calm about being a Palace fan. I have done. I genuinely think we're putting a really good team together. And, and yes, I'd like more clean sheets, but you could argue the, the free kick was a sort of aberration with the wall. But well, it, I it really was. think I, mean, I, I really think we've got better players than we've had ever. We've probably. I don't know how many world-class players we've had in my time as a Palace fan but Lombardo maybe Stuart O'Keefe Stuart O'Keefe yeah, clearly depends which world yeah. you inhabit obviously uh, if there's a world of rabbits then he would be a world-class player Watership Down he'd be a world-class player watch <laughs> Watership Down Watership <laughs> Down but there aren't that many world-class players no. that we've had and I think Benteke is, is up there with the best and and he just and something, do you remember we talked about the first couple of pods in the season the first up until half time at the Bournemouth game something felt wrong mm. something felt wrong at Palace. the atmosphere in the first game was just wrong it's yeah, horrible yeah. there was a tension there was negativity I don't know what caused it that's gone now that's, you don't feel any sense of that Palace fans are just looking forward to what's <coughs> what's next basically is I think we're building a really good team and, and I'm, I'm delighted that Townsend's in the England squad I can't believe that Zahar's not we saw those the f- I can't believe Dan's not in the well he's, he's injured, he's injured in moment, I suppose well I can believe Dan's not in the <laughs> I doubt if he would have been Although you'd like to think yeah. the Southgate as a centre back would spot how good a centre back oh. he is but you sent that five year plan sent that tweet today with the stats on it and the three of the highest rated players in the Premier League are you'd have palace a three place. out of four yeah. in, the, in, the in the midfield as, as, really. as Palace players yeah, would be Punch and Zahar be, and, um,
2: and, and uh, Townsend I think yeah. so um, certainly they're performing up to, up to that sort of level I mean it, it would seem to me that Zahar's probably not got the greatest chance of ever getting in should Southgate get it permanently given well, their bust up in the yeah, under 21 yeah, tournament to a little right, while yeah. back yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, but, but you'd, you'd like to hope though that perhaps Southgate with the Palace connections might listen to people who've told him because clearly Wilf's attitude has changed you do have to see that on the pitch yeah so just I don't think he's, I don't think Wills getting quite because we were all so excited about the new players. Wills not getting quite the credit he deserves because he's playing for me. He's playing every bit as well as last season. The difference is that he's got players around him that are playing.
2: Just as, just as well. As well, yeah. This is all a little bit up, too upbeat for me. So, uh, <laughs> I, mean, not, I just, just want to go back to... Doesn't natural to me. But well, I know, quite. Uh, so I just want to go back to a point that Ender's made about the free kick. Yes. Do, did we think it was a free kick in the first place? And yeah. if we did think it was a free kick, whose errors are I saw some people saying that they thought it was you know Mandanda's fault for... Saw Some people saying it was an indirect free kick mm-hmm. as well. H- how did we take that? Um,
1: well, I do think it
2: was a free kick. I think... I think Delaney's foot was
1: very, very high. I do. I mean, I, I know he went down to it, but it was it was high. I think it'd been the other way around. would have demanded a free kick. From what Delaney was saying afterwards in the wall, he was saying that he'd, he he made the decision for the wall to stay down on the feet because of the De Bruyne goal a couple of weeks ago for Man City, mm. which you see one goal a season like that. So I think now whether that was a choice taken from the the coaching staff and the management. Or whether Delaney took that choice on the pitch, I don't think we'll ever find out. No, it, uh, Pardew talked about it afterwards. Oh, he did? Right, yeah. OK. So that sort shows how much I know yeah. and I've been listening. To... It, was quite a late,
3: it was quite a lot later on. In, in, oh, on right, the okay. Um What was he saying then? I think it's an indication of how relaxed and happy Pardew is at the moment compared to how he was at the start of the season, that he took it on board. Because if, I think if that was the first or second game of the season, he would have been mm. really defensive about it. Delaney had already said that it was his, his decision. Mm. Jamie Redknapp made the point you made. He said De Bruyne there's one free kick a season. He said suddenly everyone's panicking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Basically, so two good th- points from Jamie Redknapp in the space of a week. Oh, yeah. So he I wouldn't bother watching
3: for the next five or six weeks. Well, he's have got to be careful.
2: Yeah. If there's three, then we're going to see the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming yeah, down to Norbury High Street. I think too maybe long. Long. it's because
3: Louise is on uh, Strictly, surrounded by all those clever dancers, so he's trying to. Up and his, and, up and his Kevin, I'm missing Kevin there as well. Don't do Strictly anymore. Uh, do you know? No, since Bruce. Oh, okay. oh, I was going okay. to say departed, but he hasn't gone anywhere. He's just <laughs> gone home, <basically. laughs> um, But Delaney said it was his decision on the pitch, and you can see him keeping him down. Mm, yeah. Uh, Pardew said the Mandanda... He laughed, said Mandanda went nuts at half-time. He went nuts in, on the pitch? Yeah, and because yeah. and in, in, he doesn't speak English very well yet, but he made his... No. Pardew said it was the coaching decision, him and Keith Millen, to take the decision, that sort of 22, 23 yards the wall stays down. Beyond that, the wall goes up. But he said it was a great, it was a real grey area. It was like it was it was, yeah. it was within a yard either way. So he said it, he was perfectly happy to But make, even make even there. when you even when you you don't jump, at least get on your tiptoes. Yeah but I was tipped talk to- into to- it didn't well like, also Delaney you can see when he showed up. the replay Delaney was holding the shorts oh, yeah. the players either side of him to keep them to keep them down. Yeah. And I, I also I think what part of you said what confused him a little bit is that Lukaku doesn't take free kicks for Everton. And it's the first goal we scored from a free kick for Everton. So I think they right. assumed that if he was taking the free kick, they were up to something tricky. I think next two or three games, they'll, they'll forget the De Bruyne thing and then they'll go back to jumping. Yeah, course, and It's yeah. quite clear they would have stopped it if they had... Of course they would have. But as for it being a free kick, we'd have gone nuts at Sellers Park if we hadn't got a free yeah, kick for that. And his foot was... It was very high. His yeah. foot was very high. And that's why I think it was right for it to be a... It was beyond dangerous play. It was a, it was a foul. And... and it, there's one angle where it looks like he'd gone down, um, centre-back had gone quite low, mm. Jaggy and put his hand out, but it was definitely a foul. And I think Delaney made a token effort to say... I think more unlucky with the disallowed goal, because then it turned out afterwards that the linesman said... said that, that he, he thought, was Delaney, he thought thought Delaney offside, was offside, which he, he was, wasn't. which he wasn't. So that was more unlucky, but... But I think it would... Anyway. I think all in all, I think you just go... And it's, it's amazing how philosophical Pardew was afterwards. He went, I don't want to talk about the referees. He, they've got a very difficult job. Mm. He
2: saw what he saw, which is not what he would have said. It's quite strange that he'd be yeah. quite so openly diplomatic about FA officials when the, the England job is currently not well, determined. He finalists. That, well, it? he has a said he doesn't want speak. it, hasn't he? Has he, a he a said he speaking. doesn't want it? Well, I it's not a lawyer speak. <laughs> just yeah, oh, yeah, I just said, think we've said it repeatedly, haven't we, since he's been at Palace, he's tried to be a bit more statesman-like I, at times. At times, I think it's more a reaction to the fact that we've We'd played
3: quite well and we deserved a point and he was perfectly happy with that and he wasn't going to make a fuss about things that could have gone. Because to be fair, the linesman did get it wrong but he,
2: he, I wasn't surprised it was disallowed because McArthur was so close to the keeper. Well, I think it's one of those games as well where it almost be a little bit... Disingenuous to be very, very aggrieved that how oh, that the, the, the yeah. officials have done I, I, things. I you know, agree. in both I, yeah. instances, yeah. I, I was uh, quite vehemently told over Twitter that it should have been an indirect free kick, and yeah. they went and checked through the laws. and I suppose, on my interpretation, it could be. But equally, that decision's made in a very, very quick split, split second by yeah, a referee. I, and equally, the, the offside for. The Delaney goal we all can see with the benefit of yep. you know freeze frame technology afterwards that it's not a goal. But you wouldn't look at either of them and go that's a horrendous error. none of them. are of errors. Who was supposed to be referee in the game and then mysteriously wasn't. Oh really? Referee
3: in the game? Yeah, he was down to referee on as we had a couple of questions last week saying, "Will we break the Clattenburg curse?" So. But apparently we did. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yeah, not, No, not I, think, I, th- I think it is. You can be philosophical when you've played well, deserved the point. You can go, oh, right, fair enough." But. You, you, there's no point getting angry about that because to be fair a couple of the Everton bookings were probably a bit harsh as well I think. And also the other thing I think we should mention is uh, Kelly for me once again had a quietly effective game including that brilliant block from the one really good bit, thing that yeah. Balassi did when he pulled it back.
2: Speaking of Balassi, of course he put in a fairly a horrible very... little tackle on, on, on Ward. He did. Did we think that was a red card? I did, Yes. yeah. yeah quite I did hard, actually. I, I? Did. I, did. I did think it was a red yeah. card. Well, he, he told uh, FYP fanzine on, on Twitter that we were overreacting directly. Yannick did. All yeah, through. Yannick did. Yannick did. I think
3: the thing is uh, referees will tell you this, they, they shouldn't but they are influenced by a player's previous behaviour and yeah. he hasn't got a reputation for being that sort of player. I think the referee in the very split second that they have to make these decisions will probably think, well, he's trying so hard against a team he used to play for. He's not I, I, I really hate it when people say he's not that sort of player. It doesn't matter what sort of player he is. But I, I, part of me is glad he didn't get a red card because it would have been. It would have become the it story. It would have been, yeah, yeah. and it, wasn't. But it and was. Very, it was
2: a very dangerous challenge, though. It, wasn't it? Was, he, he goes it was, over, it was, over, the, over the top of the ball. But,
3: no, no, without a doubt, he does. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I know there's a couple of people trying to retrofit that. And say, well, he must have a problem with Joe Ward on the training ground then. But I just wasn't. <laughs> it just wasn't. Yeah. It was just He was just Can, can I ask a question Why were Why were some
1: fa- Why were some fans booing
2: but uh, I, I, I wouldn't dare Like to say I, I suppose well, it's I, probably Because people Like to see things In slightly because black, they want white times can, Because, I, because um, they want
3: Everybody who sta- can, Signs the club To stay at the club forever Can I I've, I've been thinking about this And I've come up with a Quite a clever theory Okay, okay cool. I, no, I, I, I like, like to hear it. theory It's because some fans Are fuckwits <laughs>
2: Okay, it's a
3: theory. It's, essentially, is what it is. It's yeah. like there's no, there's no earthly reason for to boo Yannick. He, he never did anything. If he if he went to to earn more money, fine, fair enough. He's twenty six, twenty seven. That's all right. We had some good years out of him. We yeah. didn't pay any money for some him. Some fantastic years. Yeah, out of him, and, and, and probably let's be, his best years. And let's be fair, his performance on Friday night was a sort of cameo of why he weren't that unhappy when he went yeah. anyway, because he has a couple of brilliant little flashes, mm. only one of which. Cause any real problems in our goal, and uh, you know, it's like JD said last week. Is you know, if we if we pay off JD, who's, who's that? Jim, yeah. Jim, I don't know. Yeah. What I mean. Who is this person? Jim, do yeah. What's I've never what heard of him. No, sorry, I don't know.
2: I can't, we can't keep saying twat for me. Bloke. <laughs> bloke, <laughs> oh, bloke, <laughs> get them, bloke. bloke, bloke. I think he's changed his name yeah. by yeah. Depot yeah. now to joe.co.uk, Everton, <laughs> Everton brackets, Man United shirt. Uh, Everton
3: fans are judging. Velasquez had much stricter criteria than we did because yeah. we didn't pay any money. That's inevitable, him. though, isn't it? It, it is. is a big, yeah. big club hire at the table. He doesn't look like a player who's worth. Well, you, I mean, we, he financed the Benteke move, so he's got the, what personally. Yeah, he put his hand in his pocket. Oh, that's pretty generous of him. i yeah. are yeah. surprised that people boo him there. It's like you're not cross-examining people. You know that you're not in <laughs> court now. I mean, we, you know what? Well, you, you, you justify you at, every word you say. At, you
1: looked <laughs> at Velasquez's
2: um, performance against Townsend's performance. Yeah, you
1: know, and Townsend a another good game for Palace. I, I mean, there was yeah, there the was th- some
2: chat on Twitter about Balassi having, sort of, given two fingers to the Palace fans at one stage. I have no idea whether that is <sighs> a verifiable that's... fact or whether it was in reaction so, to well, Palace well, fans I've or, no or other the other way, way around. But, I mean, what, it, it seems what, a bit petty, didn't it, Taboo? What, Ridiculous uh, Taboo, uh, come on. If, with
3: everything we know about Yannick Balassi in the past four or five years, how many times, does, does he seem the sort of person who would do that? Uh, he have we ever seen a, a snidey, saki Yannick Blast? He's never done it. He'd he's salt a few times. Yeah, a couple of times, but he takes never... take some some batterings on him. He's not that sort of player. He gets, I, if he did do that, it was in reaction to Palace fans, I imagine. And also, why are we talking about an ex-Palace player? Because he, he, he just played against yeah, 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 Well, fair point, yeah. But I, I don't think there's any doubt anymore that we got the better. Of, that was a really good deal for us.
1: I, I do we, think,
3: though, just going back to
1: the game overall, I think... We would be, we're a lot happier with the point than Everton would have been, without a doubt. Well, they booed
3: on full-time, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did. No, oh, they did, right, OK. They did. Well, I think Everton... Are you sure they weren't booing Balassi? <laughs> well, no, but well, by Pardew's uh, logic, they would have been booing him. Oh, right. Remember, so he said, in the first game of the season, he said, no, Palace fans were booing Tony Pulis, it's not
2: me. <laughs> yes. that
3: game. Well, I'm just surprised so,
2: he didn't try to implore them to stop booing their own team, I think, and taking it upon himself to I stop think... us booing Mark Ute the other week. I've, yeah, I think Everton fans are like
3: any other... Football fan, they, they started the season really well. They think Coombe is a genius, it's obviously better than last season. And then suddenly at Bournemouth, it grinds to a halt. There was no real momentum about their players, no real it wasn't lacking passion, but there was no real. They never that's why I take exception to you saying we we're under the cost because they never really they were quite laboured, I thought, in their approach. And and they got some really good players, and I think yeah, the, I they're. I think the Everton fans expected more but also I think that's partly down to the fact that we are a competent professional team now it's like obviously professional physical
1: really very physical team as well and you st- could, that, that, that really came across I think across strong right.
3: physical almost
2: implies dirty in a way but I think we're st- Really if I wanted to imply dirty, I would say dirty. Oh, no, fine, okay, yeah, physical. Yeah, fair well, point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, as any yeah, constellation, I, mean, yeah. I did think that we had them under the cosh a little bit in the second yeah, half. Yeah, but i mean, yeah, also, It was just a good Premier League match, though, wasn't it? Between yeah, think, two uh, fairly uh, yeah, well matched teams. I think that's
3: a really good point. Very well Between two very well matched teams, and that's. You, you, it's, it's almost hard to say that out loud, you know, we're, we're as good as Everton are with all the money they've got and all the. Now, and their manager and their players, mm. and we were every bit as good as they are, and I, and I think. You look at that league table now as everyone talks about the cliche about three divisions, and I think mean, we're at the top of the, the next division now, aren't we? Mm, yeah. the, the, you've got the top seven who are all traditional big money, big mm. name clubs, and then there's us, and there's a little gap developing between us and Sunderland and Stoke, which is which good. is you always keep an eye on. But I just think that we're just twenty percent better all round, and I also think Ledley deserve. I thought Ledley was really good the other night. I don't think there's anyone you could say wasn't good, but I think Punchin's playing really Has well. he surprised that? Well, we'll come back Ledley, to Punchin in yeah. a second,
2: but has, has Ledley really surprised you this
3: season? He's, I, I, I'm going to say yes, but in a good way, because I was, I've always been a fan of Ledley, and I've always tried to look at the positives. I do but feel as
1: though he's always prone for a howler every game. I, and and he, he did have he, another one. He did have yeah. one against Everton. Of course, he had one
3: the, yeah, the, in the his, previous week. In the as as same well. way that Delaney. I think Delaney, since. He got dropped and came back in because damaging injured. I think Delaney's just looked a better player all round. He just looks much better than he was before he was dropped. But maybe that's the thing because
1: it's I think we always talk about, Kev, about having competition for places and it's you know, it's, I think it's, I think that's having slightly more depth in the squad yeah. helps players like Delaney. So yeah. when they do get called in because
3: of an injury, they do raise their game. Maybe, but well, must, because they but, have to. But but not I, Hmm? But not the wall, but not the wall, yeah. No. But my but worry is, yeah, it, just as Ledley's got a, a, a wall, Ledley's got a blueprint in him every game. I think Delaney's a yellow card, he's going to get a yellow card every game. Whipping another slightly
2: suspect challenge again, he, didn't he? he yeah, he did.
3: yeah. He's a card. There was one against Sunderland which was orange card, it was, like, was between yellow and red. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But I think yeah. he is because you can be as clever as you want, you can be as wily as you want, you can be a positional player, Can be. but once you lose that little bit of pace, and I think people will. Up against him and try and lure him into yellow cards, but yeah. I've I mean, you can't. He just looks, he I'm just dropping him seems to have, like you say, he's mm-hmm. done some, but you, you could. You couldn't fault any of them,
2: to be perfectly well, One on, on play you, you can't mm-hmm. fault ever, in my opinion, is Jason Punchin. Jason Punchin you love Jason Punchin, yeah. don't you? I, I, I would definitely have his babies. <laughs> Jason Punchin has created more chances in the Premier League than any other player, yeah. Wow. Which yeah. the, the Telegraph were particularly patronising and disparaging about yeah. today. Really, and what did they say? They said he somehow managed to create more chances than anyone else in the Premier League. He somehow managed? Well, I, I think he's he basically done that by creating more chances yeah. than anyone else in the Premier League. Would well, you know there's that perception, and, and
3: you had a be in your body about Punchin when he first uh, about Townsend sorry, when he first joined, about how he was nowhere near as good as a lot of Tottenham fans thought he was when he first started. But Townsend's reputation is such, and I think he deserves it at the moment... Mm. Townsend's reputation is such that he can have a mediocre game and people say he played well. Yeah. For some reason, Punchin, and I don't know what the answer to this is, for some reason, Punchin just, his reputation doesn't, doesn't change. We see him week in, week out. I mean, we've seen him had some bad games last season. We've seen him have some sulky walkabout games. But this season, it doesn't matter how well he plays, in those ratings notwithstanding that you tweeted, this season it just seems that like journalists, media. No one ever picks him up. Yeah, the match of the day highlights never goes. Let's have a look at punching. No, never. Journalists never go. Didn't Punchin have a good game? But he's just create, create he's, he's But just... in
1: in a way that could that will work in
3: our favour because yeah. you know
1: op- opposition yeah. teams will not look well because you know however much however much they coached, players will take on board what they read in the Daily, yeah. Daily Mail or the Mirror or whatever they, what magazines they read and watch match of the days and stuff. The Sky. And, you know, if Punching's under the radar, that can only be good for us, because we know how how well he can play. Well, especially Andy Street knows.
3: Well, he well follows it's quantifiable, him. you see. I think what it might be, Come though, on, is... It, it's, it's football. Certainly <laughs> in, in seasons gone by, I think a lot of teams would have said if you stop Zaha and you stop Punching, then we'll pretty much mm. stop them scoring. And now, because we've got four or five creative players, Punchin's sort of become a sort of player It's not their priority, so it's like they're not sitting in the dressing room or in, at training going, we've got to stop Punchin, yeah. they're going we've got to deal with Benteke, we've got to deal with Zahar, we've got to deal with Townsend, McArthur's getting forward and then so Punchin's kind of been left alone a little bit to, to do his, but he's, defensively I still think, again, there's another, like Ledley he's going to get caught in possession yeah. once again. but I just think in terms of his energy and in terms of his passing and I just think it's he just looks happier, and I think it's because he's given better players to play with. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah, he's got quality players around him. People, you know, he's not the only player now in the team that could take the ball in possession. There's four or five of them, mm. and he can look up and he can find a pass. And also, and I think Travis said this last week, Benteke can make average passes look like really good passes because. the ball doesn't stick to Wickham the ball doesn't stick to Fraser Campbell and Benteke they've got that confidence and even if they ping it in the general areas it's sort of going to stick to Benteke and they can get forward and support him
2: I think well personally I think Panjian's probably never going to get the sort of credit he probably deserves from Palace fans partially because I think we're probably not used to that sort of number 10 type role at Palace you struggle to look back on sort of past Palace teams of of yore and find someone who's played that role just just behind (laughs) In uh, t- prehistoric t- t- times, he struggled w- to... Warden number, warden t- number 10 I've now just pissed off half of our listeners, probably. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but, but it's, it's probably doze, not... Dale dozed off long ago. don't worry about that. It's probably not a role that we're, we're, we're used as Palace But do you
3: know what? That's an interesting point, Andy, because I, I, I can understand fans of other teams not getting punching. Mm. But I do get a bit frustrated with some Palace fans who don't who don't get him because you sometimes wonder... Are they distracted? What do they watching, want? What, <laughs> do they, what do they want? What are they watching him do? It's like, and I, I think it's—I think every team's probably got a player that frustrates some people and delights others. But I, I, this season, in particular, I don't see what else Punchin could be could be doing. And, yeah. and when we've talked about who who what the first team would be, what would Pardew's first team be if everyone's fit? I think Punchin's in Pardew's first team if everyone's.
2: Maybe people are just waiting for him to keep us up three seasons in a row and score an FA Cup final, for example. I, yeah, I don't
3: know. I don't. Know, I don't know whether it's because he, he he's the opposite of Bellassi, in a sense. Like he doesn't. He's not smiley He's not a smiler on the pitch. He doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. Player of the year, do he looks like he'd he tried last season? Yeah, he's he's twice. He's, twice. He's, twice. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you know. Yeah, well, exactly. The Norwich go. The Norwich go. What else could you do? You can see how much he meant yeah, to him the Norwich go. But I. And considering where he's from and considering his background, you'd think he'd be a, a hero. But I, I, I really can't put my finger it Because even when you talk to Palace fans who don't like him, you go and they go, I don't know.
2: They just prefer other players. It's like, well, I think to, to not go over completely old ground, I think it's probably just down to how busy he looks. And yeah. we, we've been very busy in this first part, and we will continue to be busy. Ooh. Ooh. Part He's good two. I wondered where that was yeah. Thank you very much We'll continue to be busy in part two when we'll be a- answering people's questions so join us back then Hello Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast
3: oh, Welcome Hooray, hooray. Hey. It's not, as big, not as big a hooray as last no, time no, because no. Andy Street has sucked all the life and energy and optimism out of us Yeah I know it was I, picking oh, a Thanks hole. man That's the nicest thing anyone's ever <laughs> said to me
2: I want to get that put on the, the poster, the blurb. Um, we're, of course, sponsored as ever by Vector for all your print and embroidery needs. Visit their website, which is www.vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with A. K. Oh, K. Thank you very much. And uh, we're also sponsored as well by JC Innovation and Strategy or John Curran Innovation oh, and Strategy, oh, depending on which way fancy. you want to want to, uh, do do JCIS, if you will. Well, yeah. and, and you should visit Great. jc-is.com. I will. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. I'll go to do it now. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd rather you stay on the pod okay, for now okay, and answer okay. the questions. Okay, okay. Um, can I
1: do it after this this section? If,
2: you re- you could, if you're you really could, good at multitasking, you can do it on your phone while you're answering questions. You could, I will. You could do that. Because you, you'll, you'll really annoy one of our panel.
3: Yeah, me. Panel. Yes, I'm the only one who, do, who looks people in the eye when we're doing it rather than looking at their TV.
1: No, I look at you back in the eye.
3: Not always. You should be asking See in the back of your head but you uh, your that's
2: screen. going somewhere that we don't really want <laughs> it to
3: go so uh, straight on to I don't questions.
2: mind
1: these
3: kids doing it but you, you, should kids. Be, you should have an attention span you should be able to talk without without what it's like, you, I bet you're the sort of kid who couldn't talk about looking at a slinky going down the stairs and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you had stairs in Halifax no we didn't have stairs no. right, well, no, now, right s- now there are a lot of
2: listeners <laughs> under the age of 26 looking at each other <laughs> going what slinky halifax? Halifax?
3: What's halifax what's a Halifax what there are people in their 20s yeah
2: yeah I know very strange
3: somebody made a fortune
2: out of that spring That's all it was it was a spring went
3: downstairs including Travis
2: soon as well so happy birthday to Travis Travis is 20 on Thursday of of this parish of this parish of this parish and of this week So, so happy birthday young man not so young anymore not so young anymore. It's and we won't be to... so young anymore if we don't answer any questions tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd
0: like to start with a slightly
2: insulting question. So, so this question is from Chris D'Souza. Oh, I like Chris D'Souza. Why does Kevin Day start every sentence with, it's an interesting point? I don't start every question with, it's an interesting point.
3: But it is an interesting point, though. It's a, it's a technique that you use to buy yourself a bit of time, basically. While you think you what to say. Yeah, while you're thinking of an opinion. Because like most of the questions we get aren't really good enough to bother answering I tell you what, I, I so, think I think uh, that is very, very unfair so, on, you know, on some of the
2: questions that we've had tonight, which if are we, excellent. If
3: we get well, some, we haven't heard them yet, it, have we? I tell you what, there's a little clue for people listening, oh, send some better questions in and I won't say it's an
2: interesting point.
0: <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> is, is that not when people say, to be honest, but they're actually starting with a lie?
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's an interesting point. No, it is just it's just a
2: bite. It's to buy it's to be honest, a, I agree. It's with you. just to buy time. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Right, next question's from uh, Dan Purvis. It's an interesting point Chris done.
3: hasn't got more to do with his time than count how many times I say it's an interesting point as well, but there you go. Yeah.
2: Albeit that there's The number of things that we Sorry, could what did he that, say Albeit we, we could pillory it, for him, him he, for a number he of things. He pronounced it properly. Pronounced, <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, he Al, alb- albino. Albino. Right, I don't think we can do a whole half an of in can't. jokes that we most could not get. Oh, yes we we could, could, we could, we could. It would be called cool going to the pub, and we're not going to the pub. Uh, Dan Purvis, next question is from I don't. Scott. Scott, down aside, what CPFC player, past or present, do you think should have earned an England cap but never got the call? Well, that's an interesting question. You're going to need some thinking time for this one. <laughs>
3: um, a, I wish you'd given us this question like an hour ago.
2: I've got, I've got a question that's slightly I'm insulting thinking, for me. If you want to come back to that one,
3: well, I'm trying. T- Vince Hilaire, I think, was picked for England squads, but nowhere near as often as he should have been. It's not the, it's not the answer, is it? No, I. I generally do need thinking time yeah. for this one. Check OK, one. well we'll come back to that one. Dave Swindlerst. No, I can't, can't maintain that conceit. He was never that good, was he? <laughs> Don <laughs> Rogers? Don Rogers... Mm. I mean, John Jackson never got a full England cap, which was probably a massive injustice, but he was playing at the same time as Gordon Banks and then Peter Shilton and Ray Clemens, so...
2: Tough. Mm. Did Mark Bright ever get a full England cap? I know he was at, at think- B level. Actually, I'm not
3: sure. Andy Gray did. Andy Gray did definitely. And Jeff Thomas did. did. I think Jeff. Tho- I think it's not quite the answer to the question, but Jeff Thomas should have had a much longer England career than he did, but was scuppered by that nearly brilliant goal against. <laughs> France, <laughs> nearly France, brilliant Which like, if it's oh, brilliant you mean brilliant miss? Yeah, if he scored, that would have been the best goal ever. But I think Jeff Thomas should have played more games. Well, the really excellent the thing with this
2: podcast is, of course, you can ask the question that you want to answer, even yeah. if it's not necessarily been asked in no, these terms. No, I'm trying you to know, think.
3: Know. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to think of. Dean Gordon, did he ever play for...
2: Should sure. Dean
3: Gordon should definitely have done.
2: He was uh, in the was list as well of uh, top-scoring defenders that I came to last week, which I've since had confirmed by Dan Schilling that Jim Cannon is, in fact, the top-ever oh. defender-goal scorer for Palace with 30. 30. Although
3: it was over 12 or 13 years, wasn't it? So...
2: Oh, Stato. You don't have to dwell on the number of
3: goals No, no, I think you do. You have to put it in context, because it, <laughs> yeah. it sounds great. If he only played for one season, you go, that's impressive for a centre-back. But, but there we go. That was yeah. the answer to
2: that question. The to, what's, the, like what's the, next the insulting one. question to you, then? Well, OK, I was just about to ask it. Uh, it's, it's from uh, Tom Parker. Hi, Tom. We like you already. Well, there we go. You wait wait to see what he says first. After his performance against Everton and Balassi on Friday night... Is <laughs> you know where this is going yes. is Andy <laughs> willing to scale back some of his criticism of Wards <laughs> yes Tom yes I am well there we I, go I thought, it was, I thought it was a good performance by by Wards oh. I, I mean there, you probably have to add the caveat that if anyone was going to know how to play against Balassi, oh, it was probably Ward, oh, and that prior knowledge probably helped him there had to be a way to get it out to but
3: or you could argue that Balassi would have prior knowledge about how to play against Ward if you wanted Well, you could argue that but you didn't go with that did you your honour, I haven't had a chance to get my word Because well, so You're
2: doing your opening statement. Thank for the goodness. <laughs> you wait till you see the bill. And uh, <laughs> I just held no,
3: well,
2: on. Yeah, quite. Um, <laughs> Good problem, You have to give it? Him. Obviously, he played better defensively than he has done recently. No matter. And Blassi was swapping over wings anyway. Yeah. So he, you have to put that in, you know, slightly unqualified terms. And of course, the cross for Benteke's goal. Yes. Yeah, I was think... of course a, a, <laughs> an excellent cross. And he's putting a few better ones recently. He certainly looks. A lot more productive going forward. Frankly, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I mean, well, especially bit, you've and written and off a, a Palace you're the,
3: you're the same as everybody. If you've got a player you like, or in your case, a player you irrationally don't like, it's not I don't like him. I, just, I don't yeah, think he's that he's good. good. But yeah, whatever your opinion is, or well. he's just not good enough. Yeah, but <laughs> of course you'll always make excuses and you'll find reasons to justify your your like or dislike. But I've never shared your disapproval of Joe Ward. I don't think he's ever been. He's not world-class, he's not going to get in the England team But he's a competent Premier League defender And I I do think he's looking better in the way we play He's getting forward Um, Not in such a spectacular way that Soiree does Um, But I think he's defending I think it's partly because Kelly's the other full-back So I think as a a line, the back four as a line Are playing slightly deeper and defending slightly better but, you know, Ward was, got forward for that cross and he, he, you know, he got forward and he stayed forward as well which, was, which is good and also Ledley went forward ahead to, to play the sort of long one so I think, I, think I,
2: also, you know, I, also, is,
1: I
3: also think that the ball's been played a lot more in the other half
1: as well
2: Well it comes back to what we were saying last week yeah. about Palace playing a far more pressing game now Yeah, yeah. So you know, They certainly yeah, did that point. in the that's second half so against so really As, yeah, as a, a defender
1: you, you're looking at the game a lot more and you can work, so you, you, you can judge the game. And when you do get yeah, the ball, you, you've got a little bit more, you, you're you fresher, I guess, not only physically, but
3: mentally, because the ball's been yeah. played at the other end so much more. But it's funny, now, Joe, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, I'm going to use that point. argument. I think it's a good point. It's, <laughs> uh, it's interesting that pressing thing, because you don't. We're obviously doing it, but you don't mm. notice us doing it as much as you notice a Tottenham doing it, for example, no. or a Mount. It's not as kind of. Well, that's because they talk about it all the time. Well, maybe that's what it, it is, but it's not. They done with Palace. But with us, it's not as flamboyant in a sense. You, no. you, you don't sort of see the effort. You just see that suddenly there's two Palace players on, on the opposition playing. And I, we're doing it really effectively. And, and like you say, maybe it's because other, the media haven't picked up on the fact that that's no. what we're doing, but we are winning the ball back much higher up the pitch. We are keeping the ball much better when, we, when we've got it. Which are, again, these are all some of the many reasons why I, I genuinely can't see us having a second half of the season like we did last season. It's it's just and and also I do think it comes back to this, and people go, we apologize paged the puppet." Blah, blah, blah. You have to give the man. You know, we we spent all our season having slagging him off yeah. for not doing enough to halt that slide, and now I don't see what else. You know, it, it's it's not only halted, it's reversed, and we're playing really well. So you have to give him.
2: If, be, if, if, yeah. if we're willing to give him the blame for the poor You've got to give him the then credit you have well. to give him the credit yeah, so that's my point I, okay. I, I think that's a very fair point uh, one of the players of course who wasn't pressing Everton in the first half was Kibai which brings us on to yeah. the next question oh, yeah. Kibai you question where, you can see where we're going with this the yeah. Uh, yeah. question is from Cameron hi Cameron bonjour Cameron bonjour I'm, I'm not sure if he's well, hoots
1: Cameron look okay, hi Cameron no but it's because we're talking about goodbye.
2: Oh, it's French how happy <laughs> <laughs> on the panel that Pardew finally dropped Kabai. Oh, I, I, I almost feel like
3: we need to have a couple of weeks where we say can we not talk about Kabai? it's just I, it's I've seen what I should have said. That's an interesting point to give myself some. See, see <laughs> Chris has it now. So i have now got to come up with a I'm, new you know, strategy. T- well, just heavy yeah, breathing will do. That's fine. I, I think at the <laughs> moment that he wouldn't be in my starting 11. Kabai. I think when he's at himself, when he's f- fully fit and playing well, he would be. But at the moment, He's he's too defensive for this team. I, I he's
1: too defensive for
3: this for the way I, we're playing. Absolutely, and I think that's yeah. I think that's the bottom line, really. Yeah, and I, you wonder whether Pardew's had that conversation with him because we know that when he came in, they revealed that he wanted to play deep rather than in a more creative role maybe, think, maybe he will just be coming on for the last 20 minutes you know to add a little bit of steel but then he's, but he, if he doesn't really add steel does he he doesn't and again he looks like a yellow card every time he looks yeah, at the moment he, he looks, looks frustrated he looks, he looks very sweaty. frustrated yeah. and I think you know, I think you're more likely to see Flamini coming on to add that bit of steel we, in the last 20 we'll minutes on, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say I was particularly happy to see him dropped but I was there was a sort of sense of relief but I'd, it's a it's a it's a, it's a a huge debating point, and I, I think Le it, it, indeed, <laughs> well, yeah, enigma, Enig- rap, enigma. Rapide, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, The thing is, as well, we're talking, <laughs> I think you're talking about when we first bought him, you had to play him, yes, because he was our biggest marquee signing, yeah, for, for, for virtually ever, for whatever for yes. for better word. And it would have been really odd if you didn't play him. And now I think it's a, a cor- corollary of the fact that we've got a better team that you can. Do you think it's that thing that we we spoke about last season quite a bit? That Kabai the the
1: team, not that the team was built around him, but he was the star of the he team. Was, he was the star of Crystal Palace, top dog, yeah. and now he's not. Yeah, he's you know he's he's maybe third or fourth down the pecking order yeah. almost. And maybe that I don't know. I I've never met the guy. I don't know what he's like, but I know what you know. I know what footballers can be like, and they you know they've all got egos, and they need an ego to to play the game sometimes. But I just think maybe he's feeling a little bit knocked off his perch. Maybe I don't know. I, 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 I mean, think, I'm, I'm sort of looking for excuses. He's he's not the player that I think we all wanted him yeah. to be. He's not the player that I think maybe he was when we even first signed him. Well, uh, I think, but that's but he's just a different player. He's not not, he's not as good. He's just a, he's not really what we thought he was. So he's he's certainly not what I thought he was.
3: Last last year's excuse, which is a bit like some Man United fans are using for Ibrahimovic, even though he's scoring plenty of goals. He does look slow and he doesn't look as strong. Hmm. Last year's excuse was that Kabay had come from PSG; he'd come from French football, which is nowhere near as physical, or as intense, or as fast. But he's had plenty of time to adapt to, but he, to English he, football. He, now. But he
1: had played.
3: he, he had. He played in the Premier League. League. Yeah, yeah, of course so, he had. It's has. not but like he didn't know what it was about. Absolutely, but he just. I suspect in the years to come, he'll be a, you know, in five or six years' time, there'll be another frustrating player, that somebody who say, is he is he uh, the latest Kabay. He's like. We've seen glimpses of how good a player he can be in a couple of games, but he's never grabbed a game by the scruff of the neck. He's never bossed a game. He's
2: never. Is he our Juan Sebastian Varon? Oh, I think I think Verron was a better player. Varon was so but well, he, he went he to long. he went to Man United with an incredibly high R- reputation. R- yeah. Did show glimpses. Yeah. I mean, because I know some listeners will now hate me for drawing a Man United analogy. No, no, I but, think it's um, a fair play. Player who goes there, you know, with. with I think the fans expecting the world still delivered some stuff. You know, wasn't terrible. Kabay hasn't been terrible for us. I think anyone. Oh, no, not at all. But also, he long. hasn't
3: been. You know, if you want to compare him to Teke who had a sort of game and a half to have a look around at the other players and, and the, the stadium and, and mm-hmm. stands out basically has, has settled in. Looks like a. You know, he looks like well, he, bigger than he he, uh, the actual. He looks
1: like some. Benteke is a type of player who you know will be able to take the game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, and and he, he, he will be able to change a game yeah. by one or two flicks and moves and heads or whatever. Kabay never really looked like he could yeah. change
3: a game. I, I, think, I think a lot of us, slightly older generation, probably thought that Kabay was going to be another Lombardo. Yeah, of course we did. But it's just, I think maybe the club... Bought a player that was different to what they was. I don't know if we would have paid that much money for him simply as a defensive midfielder, which is what he wanted to be. I mean, there was a couple of games, I in mean, Southampton where he scored the goal to, around the Newcastle game where he he did get further Well, even then, Pardew joked about the fact that he shouldn't have been in the eighteen-yard box because he said he never wanted to get that far forward. It's just like it's it's an interesting one. It's frustrating, but I think it's less frustrating now because we do have a team that can cope mm. without him. Basically, and you're right. He's never been. it's not a disastrous signing by any means. Remember the start of last season, all those stats about his tackles and his interceptions, and his—he's mm, clearly a good player. But I just think we—he's a good player. To, look, you look at him on the having him on the bench every week. I'm happy with that. Yeah, but you'd, you'd think as well with the way we've changed the way we play in the possession of football, it'd be right up his street. You'd think he'd be really up for playing mm. like that. But it doesn't seem like he is. And I think maybe maybe James is right. Maybe he's a sort of player that you know that's a sort of excuse we try to make for punching. When he went off the ball last year, that maybe he's upset because he's, you know, Kabay's yeah. top dog now and yeah, he's not. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Maybe Kabay doesn't like the fact he's not the centre of attention. I wouldn't have thought so. He's just, I don't know. Quite, it's I don't just know. not quite working out for him at the moment. It, it, it's a little, it reminds me a little bit of how McArthur was before he got fully fit again, like towards the end of last season when McArthur wasn't, he had little glimpses of what he could be. But now McArthur's fully fit. He looks like a much better player than we, than maybe we thought we were getting. And oh, McArthur looks great. I mean, McArthur's really good and that's, at the moment, ledge. If you're going to choose one, you, know, you don't need Kabay when you've got McArthur playing that well. Yeah, you know, when you've got Ledley playing that well, when you've got really good
2: attacking players around them. So, talking of uh, obviously attackers playing well, we've already mentioned him; he's the main man at the moment. But we've got another question that starts with Christian Benteke, but then takes an interesting twist. Oh, ooh. Ooh. we'll be the judge ooh. of that. Well, no, you won't. I will. Uh, oh, it's from yeah, the question is from Tony Dobson. Hi, Tony. Hi, Tony. Christian Benteke. There we go. Starts with Christian oh, Benteke. Yeah. Now has more goals for Crystal Palace than Gareth Taylor who is your <laughs> who is your personal reference for Palace Ineptitude I just I, it just, it oh, well, you, you don't expect it to go Gareth there Gareth Taylor, do you? Taylor that that's was, uh, great <laughs> well mine uh, Tommy Langley to me I think mine probably is Gareth Taylor, <laughs> Maybe it is is Gareth Taylor. Well, Taylor. well
3: defensively he's for Lear and Ishmael Yeah, it's the touchstone for All things inept. Somehow we paid... He was our record signing at the time. Uh, But for me, it's Tommy Langley, who just had the misfortune to be playing in a terrible Palace team, but just was... (laughs) Came from Chelsea with quite a good reputation, but just wasn't... I mean, to to be fair, this is a a much longer list than a list of Palace players who didn't play for England they should have done this is the touchstone well I mean it, but, at least it's a list it's a, yeah, list. It's it's a lot t- yeah. I mean you know it's, yeah. it's
2: got more than one point because that tends yeah. to be less of a list and more of just a name so I mean th- this is yeah, yeah. I think been, been uh, yeah Toby Legley's for me okay you, Gareth Taylor. Uh, moving on uh, I'm going to do a mini feature here okay uh, there's a guy on, on Twitter called John Rental who's like a political commentator he has got this thing called questions, okay. questions to which the answer is no okay and okay. this is my feature here with three questions that to which the answer is obviously no
3: Oh, Jay, uh, they, they, is going to be happy with it. a feature. feature.
2: within a feature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hasn't got Ledley King. In We're going to do a quick fire here. Uh, red and blue sites uh, on Twitter. Do you think the reason CPFC players aren't making the England squad is because the FA is internally corrupt? No, 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 no. no, I <laughs> no. Not internally. I, oh. I, I, I don't. Next up is mainstand Mona. Have you heard any news on stadium developments at Selhurst? No. No, no, no I have not.
3: Nothing at all. And, oh, and then, OK, you haven't. All right. Oh, well, you have. No, well, clearly, clearly the answer's no, and I'm not allowed any thinking time. I, I literally had one feature today. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> no, no,
2: no. I mean, you can contradict me now <laughs> if you no, really want no, to. No, no, hey? I won't. I don't, no, have, have you no, heard?
3: No, I'm not going to tell you. See, the is no, so no, I've heard nothing now. Nothing now. I'm nard, glad that this is Narder not only, really only an ingenious
2: feature, but also no. a really nifty way of getting information out of Kevin. No, not anymore. Steve Parish has been quite open about what's
3: going to happen. Just have to go to the website. Well, oh. ferret around a little bit. Ferret around on
2: websites, eh? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, next up, no. question from <laughs> <laughs> quite. Next up, question from uh, Chris Kate, Not Palace related, but does Andy Street have any legal insight into the Allardyce gate? No, 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 I don't. So oh, there well, we go. That was again, that was my
1: feature. Again, well, very good
3: feature. you obviously do. Yeah, that's two two noses that you've got. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. okay. Well, yeah, you know, sometimes a, a lawyer well. not necessarily I'll, I'll, mean that.
3: I could, I could try and share stuff, but you'll shoot me down by going, well, you can't say that, even though it's quite clearly in the public domain. Well, I'll tell think. us that. It's in the public
2: domain. You can say whatever the hell you
3: want. Well, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, next question. Yeah, looking forward to it's, this. It's, it's another no. one. No. Have we stopped the nose now? We still we've, we've stopped the nose. No, okay. Stop your nose, have you? Yeah. I haven't got any legal insights down of that so I've got some... Red Hot Gossip it's Oh go on, not on Right spot. moving
2: on <laughs> uh, Next question Comes from Lee John Hughes On I Instagram. Instagram I don't John.
3: think the FA Are very happy That Gareth Southgate Announced that he's been Talking to Sam Allardyce the This week Well they're not happy yeah, You'd expect well, him mean, be talking to speak to them they've, been, they've been texting each each Texting other. us Yeah sharing. Texting
2: each other uh, next question from Lee John Hughes. Hi, Lee, Lee John. <laughs> this made me laugh. John Hughes has got John Hughes in it. Lee John Hughes. And it made me laugh because again, you know, it's it, it, Lee, Lee John Hughes. Yeah. Imagination, Lee. yeah. John. Yes, oh, yeah, it's quiet. Uh, this made me laugh because it insulted Kevin again. What's your eBay username? Want to send my question via eBay? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Kevin knows that platform. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kevin, say no. It. I'm cross. I'm aware, of,
3: I'm aware <laughs> of the eBay platform, yeah, I think. Next question yeah, you can get comes some from. It's merchandise on it. <laughs> 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 pretty, pretty cheap. Can you ask These... questions
2: via eBay? Well, apart from know, how much is
1: it? You can have email conversations. Well, the, the, via the thing email. is, we would have
2: to set up a weekly auction selling something. Mm. So we've, got so that... of, we've got loads of unwanted tapestry lying about, haven't we? What well, from, from, from Vector?
3: Vector,
2: yeah. We've also got some innovation yeah. documents, I believe. We've got about 200 t shirts, haven't we? And we've also got somebody hanging around called JD. Yeah, me put it. him up on eBay. No, I don't recognise that name. No? No, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Just made <it> up. <laughs> Next Still question comes day, from uh, man, yeah. our pal Akos in Hungary. Hey! Becky, Grey great trousers. Indeed it is. Who was the Panels, or who is the panel? sorry, biggest surprise and biggest disappointment from the squad so far this season?
1: Ooh, biggest surprise has been Teke for me. I, even though everybody told me he was brilliant, I'm quite shocked how good he is.
3: Uh, for, for me, Ben Tech is a big surprise. I think for me, I don't know if it's a surprise as such because we knew we were getting quality players. We talked about. Them. I think Mandanda. I was delighted to see how angry he was the other night. Yeah, that, that was, was really good. I think we've got. I think he's a much better goalkeeper than I. have I think I was excited about getting Mandanda because he's obviously quite cool. Yeah, <laughs> and he catches water bottles on YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> Let that one go, man. Yeah, but but as, um you bring that up every week. What's well, YouTube? I've heard of YouTube, so I'm going to keep telling <laughs> the kids that I know what YouTube is. Get, get get some questions like, submitted it through it's there it's next. Like one. BBC Two, but smaller, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I've, I've been surprised about how good a goalkeeper Mandanda is. Mm. I think so. That's been a, a good, pleasant surprise. I don't, I don't think it. Jackie Fry's has let me down a bit in the 28 seconds he's yeah. played. But no, I don't think there's been any. What do you mean with
2: the assist that he's got?
3: <laughs> Yeah, well, the lack of Chung Yong Lee's work rate was despicable in that last five seconds against somebody. Yeah, he it was only, appalling, barely appalling. put a shift in. Disappointing? I don't think.
1: Probably, the only disappointment will probably be Kabai. I don't want to break over old ground. But, yeah. but then, even again, he has not really had that
3: much time to, Possibly to play. Possibly a couple of Delaney moments, but even that's harsh. No, that's harsh. That's harsh. That's really. harsh. I don't I, don't, uh, I think really the two disappointed uh, uh, the, the, the performance against West Brom was disappointing
2: as but mm, we can call that a dis- the disappointment if we want to call it that
3: yeah but I think yeah but in, in, in terms of players I think the start of the season was disappointing I mean the whole atmosphere around yeah. like, the start of the season was disappointing and mystifying but at the moment, it's, it's, it does make it tricky to answer questions, but there's nothing you'd really... i suppose you, the I mean, the is my biggest I know people listening
2: to this are going to be going, the kit, the kit, mm-hmm. the kit. Well, a, it is an abomination, let's be honest. It's one,
3: it's it's one not, stripe
2: short of a decent
3: yeah.
2: kit, I agree. Well, that's, quite a, <laughs> that's, a, that's quite an abomination. A
3: as J.D. is, so that's, that's what I'm going to describe J.D. is one stripe short of a decent
2: kit. <laughs> <laughs> and very fair. My, my, my uh, nicest surprise in the squad, I think, was probably the fact that we've signed so many clearly established, decent players who are at the level that we need to improve us.
3: Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. and also I think the, the flamley thing is interesting because the chance came along to bring somebody into the squad for no money and relatively little wages, and that's the sort of... And you know, in times gone by, he would have been our flagship signing. Yeah. In a way that, you know, that Andy Boyle was, in a way. It's but quite worrying, a, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but it's true in times gone by. He would have been really, not excited, but would have been going... And he, but, he could be a very valuable addition yeah, so and also, again, the fact on, that they're yeah. talking about the fact they brought him in for his experience on the training pitch as well as anything else. So I'd, I think that maybe, the, maybe the biggest surprise is that we're acting like a grown-up, intelligent football club. Yeah,
2: well, unfortunately, that's yeah. not mirrored on this podcast. <laughs> Thank as, as evidenced by the next question from James Allison. Hi, James. Oh, Allison. Am I the only person who thinks JD has upped his game since Andy Street's a successful hosting stint? Well, I don't know. I didn't listen. He, and he, I'm he, now going to lean back. <laughs> 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 I thought he um, keep it going, guys, keep
3: it
0: going.
3: He certainly put he certainly put some effort into last week. Did he? He did. He put some effort in. He'd done some actual basic research. He'd done some research. He'd found some of the questions before. Really? Yeah, because normally, I, I, listeners are letting into a little secret. You know, he tends to panic just before <laughs> start of part two lose the questions. And then go, I'm not going to read them all out and that's because he hasn't read any of them. So well, he needs a nifty stuff.
2: feature, like questions to which the answer is no. Yeah, he does. You know, what feature. you need to
3: do is find questions to which the answer is definitely no. <laughs> because that would make it really good if you could find questions. About, <laughs> Wait, questions you mean if, if the feature actually did what I advertised <laughs> yeah, as yeah, doing, it would be a good feature? But It's a good start. But um, but no, I thought uh, JD, whatever we're calling him, Eden Bridge, uh, Disney Princess, whatever. Bloke. Bloke. He, was, um, he did, he put in a shift last week. He did put in a, a, a shift. Someone he who hasn't put in a shift yet for
2: Palace. Yeah. Seki for ice? Well, no, not. Well, he, he's Remy. put in a, a, a huge shift with Larek that, that system. Loic L- Remy. Remy, that, that was uh, just coming from the ether. Uh, the, right. the next question comes from uh, Alex McCune. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex McCune. And you just said his name. How excited are the pod that we have Remy coming back to fitness to add something else to our attacking lineup? Well, we've we got, mentioned
1: it yeah. just yeah. off air, haven't have we, we?
2: Do
3: we have. A, a, Time scale? Do we? Well, I thought he wasn't did. back until
2: Christmas, so I maybe th- I'm completely I, mistaken. Well, on I,
3: that. I, I, they said a minimum of six weeks. It's, um, I think it's an, an indication of how much better our squad is that we had kind of forgotten about Remy, but and it is really exciting. But we mentioned last week it's a bit of disagreement as to where he would fit if, if Remy had been fit from the start of the season. Would he get in would the he, team? Where would yeah? If, and would he get in the team? And if so, where would he fit? You know, would he play? As an extra striker, with Techie, would he play as a wide player? So I don't know, but he is, I'm really excited about having him, without a doubt. Again, because again, in years gone by, he would have been. Yeah. Yeah, if we just if we'd only bought like Remy, you'd be going, oh wow, it's brilliant. But well, well we're
2: all particularly excited when he signed, weren't we? So oh yeah, definitely. Yes. I think it's a, I
3: think it's a great sign, and again, the fact is that we might have a player of his quality that doesn't start. you know If you start to look at the bench and it's got people like Remy and Kabay on it, then. <laughs> that is, that is, uh, yeah, it's it is. Yeah, it is impressive. Yeah, it was Scott Dan to come back, but I, d- I think it's. I'd, I'd be interested to hear what the listeners think next week. if People want to tweet us about where they think he will mm. fit in, because I think the consensus was Travis argued very uh, coherently last week about how he couldn't play as a replacement for Benteke, right? And he probably wouldn't pick him as a in a four four two. So he, that implication being that then Zahara or Townsend would be. Under threat, but he's not going to drop either of those no, two at the way they're, play. they're playing. So again, maybe he'll know, just be on the bench, which which, which is fantastic. And if, yeah, if, if, but yeah. then again, the reason Remy came to Palace in the first place was to get first team football. So it's a good problem to have. It's a great conundrum yeah. to have, and it does mean that you can genuinely talk about depth, strength in depth, strength in depth. Because you know, heady days, if, heady well, days, well, days. You, know, you days. say you say that, and you Housey say it, and you say it with your your slightly. Sarcastic, stroke snidey lawyer face that's just my you know, face
2: <laughs> can't help but beautiful, they are, beautiful face they are
3: heady days and I think sometimes you have to sort of not let them pass you have to you have to sort of in the moment you have to go actually these are good times these are good times yeah and we don't have to hark back to you know where we have been in the past you just go look at, at this moment we've got a really good work in progress and not a finished article but they've got a really good work in progress and it's Excited to 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 watch! I can't wait for the next home game. I can't wait. It's good treat, expression you know. is when people say, "Oh, do you remember the good old days?" Just yeah. going, "Oh, these are the good D- old yeah, days." Yeah, yes. Well, also another good expression that a wise old man once told me is like, "Do you remember that?" if a, a He was our next door neighbour. He was oh, yeah. a used car salesman, and he always had this expression: "Don't don't listen for the rattle." It's like you buy something. You know, somebody would buy a really nice car, and they would just go, they're just panicking all the times, if thinking. They're just waiting for something to go wrong. Just, just enjoy what you've got. Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy yeah. it while you can. That's what we should do. So, a
2: used car salesman who lived next door to you told you not to listen for the rattle,
3: <laughs> and you <laughs> hear yeah, that so piece you, of advice. You, you can try as you try as you may. You can. I can't find anything remotely sinister in that. The fact is that he used to have an old football rattle that he kept uh, in his attic late at night, which enjoyed my bedroom. He's neither here nor there, but <laughs> <laughs> Christ.
2: <laughs> final question, you final question. <laughs> you'll be thankful that I didn't include this one in my uh, wonderful no. new feature that's definitely going to be incredibly no. long-, long running no, it's a
3: great feature it's, really it's good a really good feature, feature. just I like needs it tweaking just, I mean, just it, needs it, tweaking it is, to I have, have, it's a a have yeah, answers
2: where the, the, the question sorry where the answer is actually no. next question final well, question
3: how many questions you can't yes I get paid by the
2: question here we can go all night yes or no you get paid it's a constant yeah vector pay him that's where the money goes it turns out yeah let's pay my rent uh, <laughs> final question from CPFC Therapy <laughs> <laughs> I nobody told you about this before stop there hi CP <laughs> I don't think they sponsor us um, great news about Townsend England call up yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah but do you think his performances have warranted it I think it's interesting that Pardew said it's an interesting question
3: that it, it, it's, it's not a bad question yeah I think it's interesting the part you said after the Stoke game, was it that it was the first time that Townsend had really sort of stepped up. That before then he'd been all right, but not hadn't really affected the game. I think, I think it's it's you know it's noticeable he wasn't in the original squad. Mm-hmm. I think his reputation sometimes, as said, makes him seem a better player, than his, but no, I do think he deserves it. I think it's I think Zahar deserves it as well. much as much as, but um. I'm just, but I'm, it is down to reputation, I think. Yeah, I think, if you, I think, and experience as well. Experience, yeah. I think he's got the
1: experience. of England set up. Although bringing, then again, so bringing Glenn well, Johnson
3: back into the team. Yeah, ridiculous. Charts. I mean, but the thing is, it happens so rarely for the Palace to get. I mean, I'm excited when any Palace player plays for this country, yeah. whether yeah. it's DR Congo or, or England. It's like, and I genuinely get excited when Palace players are picked for England. So I just wish I, my big ambition for this season is for Scott Down to get into an England. Yeah, scored because we say this every pod. We find an excuse to say it every squad. I don't, I can't. It, it, I, it can't just be to do with Palace being a smaller club because other Palace players no. are getting it. It's just whether it again his previous reputation because he wasn't considered that brilliant. We none of us were that excited when he joined Palace. But, but I, I think your was, comment earlier about
1: s- now Southgate to the helm. You know yeah. um, I think that may, may maybe, help. Maybe a centre back with Palace yeah. connections because yeah. he. he He's, well, no, he's, not even the past connections. I mean, just, that's the, over, just yeah. the fact he's a centre back, and also you'd like to think that Andros will have
3: a little word with him and go, oh, you can't you'd like to think so." Yeah, yeah, I don't know how it works, but you'd like to think so. But also, you look at—he's as good as Cahill, he's as good as Jagielka, he's, as good as, he's as good as Smalling. Is he's, he's, yeah. you know, Stones probably will be a brilliant centre back, but at the moment, Scott Dan's every bit as good as. I think he's always starts.
2: good as Jagielka Ch- Ch- at
3: the moment, to be honest. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Final and also, question. Scott Dan would have, wouldn't have did that. You know, ducking his head thing, trying to get out of the way. He
2: would have manned up and got a boot in the face. Yeah, that is very true. Right, well, I think great questions from everyone this evening. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah, yeah except, for was, on, except for the one that's really upset my
3: wife. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was fine. Yeah, we going to cut that question. It's well. <laughs> That <trying. laughs> no, it was a great. I'll leave the question. Great question. Leave yeah, the question. That was great.
2: That was great. No, I like that question. That's join us back in part three. When we will be? I will. When we'll be previewing the next match? You will. Back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hooray! 5th Year Plan, plan podcast. Pod 189. Is it really? We've only, only done together. 200 of these. Might have it to do something it. special for 200. We should be, what, in about 11 weeks' time. We could have some yeah. pizza. We could have some pizza. <laughs> or we could have some embroidery. Could do, yeah. yeah we could pizza. do that, yeah. yeah. If, if we we're going to get, get some pizza. embroidery, who would we per chance get it from? Probably Vector. Vector. I probably mean Vector. Vector. I'm, I'm glad that's a bit of a i think got a website. They have got a website. It's www.vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a... Is it with a K? With a it is K, with yeah, a K. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It is with a K. And you get, you right. get all your embroidery needs there. They do innovative and strategic embroidery. Yeah. Really? Speaking yeah, well. of people who do things innovatively and strategically. Oh. J- JC. J- nice. JC. Yeah. Oh, JC of JCIS. Jar- Jarvis Cocker. Uh, Jarvis, Cocker. Uh, Jarvis Cocker. He's nearly as cool as... In fact, he's cooler than Jarvis Cocker. Julian. John, John Jar- Julian, Julian. Cope. He's cooler than Jarvis Cocker. He is cooler than Jarvis Cocker. John, say- John Curran. Say- say- he's tall, tall as well, isn't he's he? He's very tall, Yeah. Th- very think, nice man actually very nice man and i'm i'm sure he'd make a, an excellent centre back with his lofty perch he's very yeah. very tall man yeah. um i'm sure he, that's what he pays us the advertising Sorry. money for to talk about his stature but he does provide innovation and strategy consulting oh and um Ooh. i think I, th- I think james that yeah. you, sh- you should visit his website i will what's the address chacyhyphenis.com just visit it please i will i will
3: Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Can we point out, by the way, for legal reasons, that every one of these pods is special? So, if we do something more special for the 200th, we wouldn't like to imply that anything that we've bought over the years has been less than special. Good point. Yeah.
2: But I mean, people will now have heard the contrast between, you know, different hosts,
0: <laughs> That's that true, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah.
2: I, th- I think we're going to have yeah. to put in you know, some sort of premium clause for, for when were... certain hosts are, 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 are oh, yeah. hosting and when certain I, hosts aren't hosting. I was unaware that there was more than one way to be Chippy,
3: but it turns out there is. Yeah, There's a crochet, Thank you. As both, as both of our hosts have proved, you've got different... You've got post-Chippy and you've got... Sarky so sure. Chippy. You've got Hester Post Blumenthal. And chippy. Talk. <laughs> Post-Chippy. And got,
2: Talking of Chippy. Or you've got spa, next Next match, of course, against West, West Ham. Yeah. yeah, You've got fish and <laughs> Chippy. Quite. Uh Next match against West Ham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got an international break. How from... rubbish at international break. Boring. Next match against West Ham, as BT keeps in on Redvert from the atmospheric
3: Sellers Park. Oh, really? Yeah. As opposed to the atmospheric London, yeah. London Stadium. Yeah. Tea time on. a They keep saying the tea time special from the atmospheric Sellers Park. Oh, is it? A,
1: is it? Is it a five thirty kickoff? It is. Oh, bobbins. Yeah. On a Saturday. Yeah. On a Saturday, it'll be. Uh,
3: when do the clocks go back? Uh, last uh, last so, Saturday, we'll October. have a little bit of light. Yeah, it'll be getting dark by the end of the game, which how it should be in autumn. This summer, this sunshine. West Ham are not having a good season. West oh, no, totally. sunshine's killing
1: West, West, West Ham are right? not having
3: a good season, and I think the reason BT Sport are subliminally keep going on about the atmospheric stadium is a comment on. It's interesting to hear, you know, good mates of mine, West Ham season ticket holders, who are just saying it's nothing to do with the stadium. We would be playing this badly up to bar I don't think that's the. Don't think that's the case. I think it's disrupted a lot. I think players do take time to get used to new well, environment new surroundings new dressing rooms I was listening to yeah. Thierry Henry
1: on um, the TV I think the other day yeah. whatever game it was and um, he was saying he was at Arsenal when they moved to the Emirates Yeah, and he was saying it, it took them a whole season
3: to get yeah. used to a new stadium well, then Wenger reckon three years but it's interesting mate Miley was there on Saturday he said that Paya goal saved a lot of as he put it, damage. He said the fans were so unhappy. Great goal, wasn't it? It was a it was yeah. a good goal. It was shocking defending. He's a great player. It was a really. It was a very good goal. It was awful defending, but he said the fans were really, really unhappy. One 0 down to Middlesbrough, deservedly so as well. He said the worrying thing was that even after Pyatt scored that goal, there was no real sense that they would go on and, and win it. The fact is, well they haven't been playing that well away from home. Even it's not like they, you know, they're a different proposition the stadium thing has just been mishandled basically I mean I think we all thought we all thought that they were pulling a fast one for the last two years we all thought they were getting a brilliant stadium free and it turns out that you know it's only theirs on match day it's very hard for them to make it their own it's the running track is it's so such the antithesis of anything that we love about English football well some of those
2: views from the stadium the sightlines are extraordinary the thing it couldn't be more different to the Burling
3: ground, that's the thing. You no. couldn't. You've you been Upton, Upton Park, so you couldn't have designed something to to annoy them more. And, yeah, and, and you could. You could argue some West Ham fans do if they'd won all their games, they'd, they'd be loving the place. But just they also the other things they bought so many players as well. They, they, I still don't know why they sold Tompkins to us. No, so I'm delighted enough. that they did, but it's some, it's one of those mysteries that you can't understand why they got rid of him. And from what you hear, I don't think he particularly. Expected to be going as well. He's a West Ham, he's been there since he was a kid. By seven, I think, they yeah. bought a lot of players because they wanted to extend the squad to, for the Europa League, and they're, that st- that well. Well, no, and they're still playing people out of position. Yeah, Antonio is a really good striker, but he's not international class when it comes to defensive duties. Pyatt is really good, but he looks like last season's taken it out of him a little bit. It'll be an interesting game in Europe against. West Ham.
1: So yeah. You got you got the Alan Pardew factor, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. You got the Tompkins factor, um, and you have got the fact they're another London London based team. So you know it'll be it'll be
3: it'll be it'll
2: be. And they still got the individual qualities. Well, yeah, I, like I definitely,
3: have, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, without a doubt, they've got a good record at Sellers Park. And the other thing we have to bear in mind is that you know our, we've we've had. F- good results mainly away from home so we still we've had the stoke result but we, mm. we, you know that aside our home form is still not good so we need to see whether that that's going to change it's, I can't remember the last time that we went into a game against West Ham as favourites clear favourites which we will be and I, I think if we play as well as we have done if the game goes to four then we'll, we'll beat them simple as that because they don't look like a good team at the moment they 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 look really outsourced. They look outsourced. They look like a collection of individuals. I mean, yeah, uh, very, very opposite to how we are. At the moment we seem to be yes, working more and more together as a team, and they seem to be just falling apart as a team. Palace players look happy to be with each other at the moment, mm. and it's, I think it's interesting that Slaven Bilic doing that very public team bonding session. That it's like, look at us, we're all getting drunk again at six o'clock in the morning. I made it happen. I think if you have to sort of do that sort of thing, I don't know who you're trying to convince, but we're trying to. I don't, Maybe
2: I mean, that's what we need to do on the podcast. You
3: really? Yeah. We've got to spend time with each other outside here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. Uh, But also, what's interesting is Bilic she's done a lot of backtracking about last season. Go, you yeah, know, we, we overachieved last season and we perhaps we really flattered to deceive. And there were times when we. But they conceded, I mean, they conceded two goals a game. And. Yeah, you know in, in times gone by we'd be sitting here saying well if you, know, if you ever want to go and play a team where that stops it'll be Palace but I was about to actually him. say that <laughs> but, but that, that but, was the next next thing to but, log, but logic goes in the face of that now because we are we are scoring goals and we've got players that will score goals and I think they'll be far more worried about us than we will be worry about them because I, I I don't think because certainly the fans aren't fooled by a one or draw against Middlesbrough so I doubt if the players will be coming, coming into the game at Sellers Park buoyed by the fact that they got an equaliser against which is let's face it a, a well organised but pretty mediocre Borough team and I know we beat them but still they are well organised but pretty mediocre OK so then predictions 2-0 Palace yeah, I, I, well I think we'll probably concede so I'll go 3-1 to hey. This okay, what do you think? I, I think we're gonna lose. Oh, good, I know what you're doing. Good, no, good, I I admire what you do. that. that's really I'm good. Karma will see through that. The universe what, isn't what, an what, idiot. We're going I'm we're gonna, surrounded by
1: superstitious 1-0. people. No, no see, I'm not
3: superstitious, I'm just a no, no, miserable you're, trying bastard. To, you're, no you're trying to second guess the universe. Yeah. You're trying to go, I you, you, you know, you, you're going I laugh in the face of you. If I can see, if I can see through you, the universe can see through you, so that would you've probably jinxed it now I'm saying we're going to lose you're see through I think we're going to win yeah. no, no, you've oh. ruined it. no you're you <laughs> just dicking about with the universe no, no, the universe
2: hates that well we've we had, had about an hour and ten minutes of, of dicking about here so thank we're you very really? much Yeah, thank you very much for, for, for joining us Time Ke- Kevin. F- flies by when you're dicking about doesn't it? yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> we're all off now to, to watch joe.co.uk or, or something <laughs> you oh, might be I know. remember so, what you said about the, the answer to the question being no he finally come up, he's finally come up with a question where the answer is definitely no. Well, I think that, that's it for this podcast. Yes. I mean, we've obviously uh, ascertained that Palace are going to either win or lose to, to West Ham. Or, 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 <laughs> so possibly draw. Yeah. <laughs> possibly draw. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I might be horribly wrong with yet another prediction. Yeah. Uh, and, and get some more slightly pointed questions coming my way. Uh, <laughs> the next podcast, which will of course be after the West Ham game in two oh, weeks. excellent ah, that's so better. Uh, talk you, to that. that's better. Happy you uh, international you got it, break. You got it wrong first time. Yeah, really badly <laughs> wrong. TV producer and <laughs> ruining the magic. Shocker. <laughs> 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 uh, so we, we should see you after the West Ham game. <laughs> Join us then.
3: Bye. Bye. See